Every day. Hey, it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And you are on Take the Elevator. Thank you for being here with us. We very much appreciate it. And I'm saying that on purpose, Corey, because why? Drum roll, please. Yes. Huge, huge. We hit a big milestone, 10,000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, which was actually uh, my goal for... The end of the year, right at the beginning of the year, but you know we were short three episodes, okay, which is totally fine because the point is is that we hit it, yeah, and we're happy. I'm excited. That's 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 a big deal. All about the goals and the milestones and the markers in life. No matter how you do it, no matter when you do it, just as long as you get it done, just get her done. Get her done. <laughs> So we're going to start, it's Wednesday, middle of the week. We tend to be really kind of just chilled, kind of do a check to see how we're doing. Yes. And do a few different things sometimes. So I have this wonderful app. And if you guys are interested, I'm going to share it on my Instagram. Um, But it's an app called I Am, and then they have other apps. So this one's the motivation one. You get like motivational quotes. You get to set up how many times throughout the day you get them. You get to choose your background. So for someone like me, I love it. Oh, yeah. Love, love, love it. Yeah, yeah. So this one came up, and the statement is, you will never discover new places if you stand still. Mm, Guilty as charged. (laughs) I have to admit, I I lived a lot of my life. Well, not a lot, just a a portion of my life, uh, not moving, not going Mm. places, um, not really experimenting or experiencing things. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have a good reason why, and I'm not going to go into all the details, but I'm just going to say this. I'm glad I'm moving and I'm and I'm and I'm out and about now. So I don't have that issue anymore. Love it. Yeah, well, you know, we've always said that you can have fresh water in a glass. And by the way, guys, this is so weird to me because there's a camera recording and I have to share this. And I don't know if I'm supposed to look at the camera or not. You can. I can. So I'm gonna look at the camera. <laughs> um, but we've always said that a glass of water, fresh water on its own is great, but after time, right, it just sits there. It becomes nasty and funky. Stagnation is bad. Yeah. Don't want to be stagnant. No. Is that the word? So, um, actually, the word I wrote in my journal this morning, interesting enough, was the word walk. And so that word walk has a lot of meanings for me right now, and I'm not going to expand on it, but it really was about not standing still. There are times when you have to pause for sure. And that's what we were talking about. We're talking about when people just stay. So love that quote. Um, and again, I'm going to put on my Instagram to share the app. Okay, so now that we're on video, and for those listening, I'm holding up this book because it's a real book. And it's called The Three Questions, 3,000 Questions About Me, rather. So, Corey, you want to pick a number and let's see where it lands. Sure, let's go with 51. 51. Don't want to age anyone, but 1951 is a very important year for me. Isn't that funny? Last time we did this, I picked 2022, and this one is an important year as well. Okay, so here it is. 
What do you think should be a wonder of the world that currently isn't? Oh my goodness. A wonder of the world? Yeah, what should be a wonder of the world that currently isn't? You know, what's strange is I, I've thought this before, and I, I just drew a big old blank. Okay. But um, if I'm just having to grab something, I'm reaching at straws, guys. I'm reaching at straws. Grab it. What, what's the, I don't know. Oh, grab, okay. <laughs> I think I know what you're trying to say. Right. Um, you want to go first? Yeah, I oh. don't. And we can just talk about it. Okay. Um, I wonder the world that isn't. You've always fascinated me with the, is it Antarctic or the Arctic? Yes. Right? Yes. You want to expand a little bit? Absolutely. Uh, Antarctica has always been fascinating to me simply because it's a lot of land that has not been touched by the human hand. Um, Number two It's a a lot of land that has been discovered, but no one wants to talk about it. Mm -hmm. It's also a great deal of land that has, for some strange reason, um, lots of different countries have agreed to be over there, but not fight. Right. Countries that we are... You know, not peace, in, peace exists. Yeah, peace exists. Uh, the countries that we are not in agreement with. Yeah. But for some strange reason, when it comes to Antarctica, they have decided to be peaceful and they have decided to work out an arrangement to mm-hmm. where um, everybody gets along. Right. And the average person, the average person above average, can, is not allowed to travel there. Not allowed to go there, and if they do, it's very monitored. Very, um, yeah, all that, all those top secret things happen in Antarctica. Yeah. So yeah, thank you so You're much. Welcome. I appreciate that helpful hint. Yeah, and I just think the wonder is, is I wonder why we can't go. Right, so I, I wouldn't waste too much time wondering that. Don't worry about it. No. All right, there you have it. <laughs> if, if anyone's visited Antarctica, we'd love to hear from you. I've that's been there amazing. a million times in my mind <laughs> and a whole bunch of times in some dreams. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, let's get to it. Uh, we're talking about kind of maneuvering through this time as parents. And what do you do when you're given this wonderful gift of life? And then you kind of have to relinquish some of those, um, what you usually would like to control as far as what your kids are learning, um, the examples that are being set forth for them, the rules that they're being given. I was a little bit different in the way that I wanted to, I was ready to release our, uh, the, the kids. You know that. Yeah. Um, I, not, not just because I was tired of them and I wasn't, I, I, you know, I loved, loved, love every last one of them. And I even had some add-ons because we were in the youth ministry yeah. for, uh, um, what, five years. And so I had some add-ons and some adopteds and some that I wanted and some that I didn't want. And, <laughs> and some of them brought Brothers and sisters that decided to stay for, you know, a little bit of time. But I, I was ready when our children hit that the ripe old age to move out into the world. 
it was time to push the release button. It was time to nudge them out of the nest. It was time for them to see the world as as adults on their own. I knew we did a great job. I purposely, uh, with with a lot of purposefulness, did a good job. Mm-hmm. I knew that um, it was important for us to raise our kids right and raise our kids in the right state of mind, in the right frame of mind. And we enjoyed raising our kids. We spent a whole lot of time, a hell of a lot of time with our kids. And I played with them. We learned together. We, we did homework together. So the, the, we did our job. We did we did what we were supposed to do. And, and so there was never any worry that, oh, did we teach them about this? I mean, yeah. we, none of that. We went through the birds and the bees. We went through... Um, career we went through credit we went through schooling so it's not relationships we explained that all relationships aren't good relationships and i know i'm 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 going on but i just i just really want to make sure that the listener understands that we covered a lot of ground with our children children because we knew the world that they were going to be facing and we did not want them to be as unprepared as we were (laughs) and we were very unprepared Exactly. Those are, you know, you just brought back a whole bunch of memories and just like real quick flashes of what parenting was like for us. I think the biggest thing that we went through with the kids, especially in school. So our middle child um, had to take speech yeah, um, because he had an issue with articulation Mm because before that he had hearing problems. Right. And so it was really important that we were involved and in the know. Oh, yeah. Um, had a lot of say in his education and the programs he was in, really understanding the system. Um, and so it's really important that as parents, you know, we use our voice. Absolutely. Um, and so there's a way to use your voice, though. And I've learned a lot about this from you. Um, and so who am I speaking to right now? I'm speaking to every parent who's ever had to have a conversation with someone who's involved in assisting you in bringing up your children. Yes. Right. So if you have a teacher conference, that's what we're talking about. Um, If you're meeting with your kid's doctor or nurse or whoever. Principal, teacher. um, Youth pastor. Youth pastor. After school program. It is so key to be 100% involved in every aspect of that because we can't just trust that they're going to do what's right. Exactly. We can't just trust that they know what to do is right. We have to take those extra steps because they're human too. Mm -hmm. And just because, you know, people are human, you have to make sure that they're doing the right thing, not only for your child, but for you, because here's the, here's the thing that I, that I really, really honed into I don't want to have to clean up any messes that's not necessary. Right. I got enough messes to clean up for myself as a parent. I don't want to have to clean up a mess for a teacher that went to the left or a rogue. Yeah. Or a doctor who decided to have a bad day and say something really off color to my child and scar them for, for life. People have bad days. Yeah. People have bad moments. And so, 
I'm not going to take that chance with that person with my child. And yes, mm-hmm. I I was very protective of all three of my children mm-hmm. and there was very little that wasn't going I wasn't going to catch. I, I, my eye was always <laughs> and you know this. Clearly you are very convicted and passionate about this topic. Well, yeah, and um, rightfully so. The thing is is that I experienced some things that I just should not have experienced as a child sure. uh, in the educational system. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did experienced some form of abuse it wasn't sexual abuse Mm. but it was a form of abuse and i was not happy about it um i also experienced um the church having some issues uh it wasn't directed directly towards me but i knew this we're not gonna have this issue when i become an adult and when i become a parent yeah so let's pause there because sure. let's talk about your upbringing. Uh, you mentioned a couple of incident, incidents where things were said that probably were inappropriate. What was it like with your parents? Did they encourage you to use your voice? Did they say it was okay to talk back, to say no? So when it came to authority outside of the house, mm. I had no filter. I spoke freely and I had no issues with telling people exactly how I felt and exactly what I thought. Good. And, and, and it just happened to happen that way. But, but my parents were so opposite. They were raised to believe that the teacher was always right. Excuse me. They, they also were raised that the ministers were always right. Mm. Preachers were always right. Uh, any form of authority was right. always right. And I just didn't see it that way. I seen too many human moments <laughs> as a child yeah. and said, mm, that's not quite right. I don't think that that's the way it should be done. Well, did you ever get in trouble for speaking out so much? Oh, yeah. I was always in trouble for... From those in authority versus your parents or just everyone? Everyone. The kids wanted me to be quiet and the, <laughs> the adults wanted me to be quiet. And and how come he's always talking and how come he always has something that he always messes things up? Because he always points out what people are doing wrong. And it wasn't that I wanted to point out the bad stuff. It's just that I know that abuse happens, be it verbal abuse, emotional mm-hmm. abuse, Physical abuse, even sexual abuse happens when no one says anything. Exactly. So I had to. So I think that's a really good point. First, most important point is parents, allow your kids to speak. Yeah. And to express themselves. And I know how that can go way left as well, but it's worth it. it honestly, because really you very different and i won't even say the upbringing you know we're not gonna make it that because you still spoke your mind even though your parents had those beliefs because my mom did as well but i was obedient (laughs) and uh again not a knock on you and there a lot of people who've heard my story know that there is a lot of suffering from it because i didn't use the word no because i didn't call something wrong when it was wrong because it was very confusing to be with someone who is an authority 
and think that I could not talk back. I could not speak for myself. And so if anything, out of this whole episode, I hope that's what people take from this, is that you allow your kids to speak and call things out. Yeah, and you know, being a person like I was as a child, I was going to find an audience. Mom and dad aren't listening? Okay, I'm going to. <laughs> You're still the same. <laughs> I really am. I'm going to uncle and aunt. Uncle and aunt aren't right. listening? Okay, I'm going. You know, And I just, until I found an audience that said, okay, you, I, we've heard this story multiple times, uh-huh. and you're wrong. That's not the way it is, Corey. Okay, so let, let's move on. And at that moment, I would then question myself, mm-hmm. should I move on? Is this the time I'm supposed to move on or should I take it to the next level? And sometimes I had to take it to the next level because I'm telling you, I seen some things that Mm -hmm. I knew just wasn't right and it had to be dealt with. And at the end of the day, when it got dealt with, a lot of people weren't hurt. A lot of people weren't um, traumatized as they were going to be. Yeah. Absolutely. So last episode, I shared a quote about there's peace and love in my home, even in the midst of chaos. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, So some of the quotes that I want to focus on and we're going to talk about how parents use their voice um, is being a parent has shown me how strong I am. Um, I keep my children safe and secure. I mean, that's ultimately what it's about. Right. Like love them, keep them safe and secure. And my child's well-being is my top priority. Mm-hmm. I think those are really good statements, affirmations for who we are as parents. Wonderful statements. Yeah. So let's talk about using your voice. Again, we talked about kids using their voices. But when you have to have those difficult conversations and teachers telling you, your kid does this and this and this and this. And oh, by the way, he does this too. And it's not necessarily things of good report, right? Right, right. Or they're giving you new information or added information. I wrote some tips, and Corey, I didn't go over these with you. So you are welcome to expand, to disagree, to agree, whatever that looks like. My first tip is just to be confident in when you're having these conversations as their parent. Um, be assertive, yet not confrontational or passive. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Sometimes confrontation must happen. And I resolve within myself when I know that has to happen. I I had a situation, brief story, where my youngest came home and he told me that my teacher called me a loser today. I remember that. And I said to myself, oh, there's going to be a fight. There's going to be a big fight. And I'm not leaving until we have that fight. There's not going to be a simple, I'm sorry, let's apologize and go home. I needed him to know you will never, ever, in your wildest dream, call my son a loser again. I don't care if he was the worst kid on the planet Earth. Yeah. That's something you will never do. And I've never called a kid a loser. Right. So, yeah. An adult to kid. And so I love that. I love that Um, because this is where... Two parents, which typically houses, but if you're a single parent, God bless you because you don't have to figure out <laughs> what's the plan of action. But I do agree that there are times when you have to be confrontational. And whether it be in that or just in conversation is to be confident. So 
with confrontation, I'm going to add two other elements and you let me know how this plays a part. So be calm. I thought I wrote down that anger can silence your message sometimes. Um, I think I've seen people who are upset but who don't lose their message, mm-hmm. right? And then I've seen people who are upset and go all over the place, and it's like, what? Okay, like, <laughs> what was your point in in having this conversation? You know what I mean? Right. So the way I like to do things is, um, if I'm angry, I calm myself down uh-huh. as I'm thinking about the entire process, and. I allow myself to be angry because anger is a good emotion. It's something that's needed. If you don't have anger, then there's a lot of abuse that's going to happen. And if you haven't noticed, I don't like abuse. I I can't stand abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, People are meant to be used, but not abused. There's a use for everyone, but abuse is not a part of that. So I like to think through what I'm going to say mm. and how I'm going to respond. Right. And, and I typically allow the conversation to play in my mind before I get to the, the situation. Um, and I think you literally do the, this is something they possibly can say. Absolutely. So let me, let me play that out. Absolutely. Yeah. And nine times Very out of thoughtful. 10, it, it's exactly what's yeah. said. And I don't have to worry yeah. about being caught off guard or or trying to figure out what to say. And and I just allow that to be a part of the process. That's mm-hmm. just a part of the process. Right. So I think what I hear you saying is that it's totally okay to be angry and to control it. Yes. And not to let it control you. Yes. And, and that anger is for me, not for anybody for, else. Right. Uh, I'm not practicing to be angry on people i'm practicing my anger to be with me so i can resolve my anger within myself and then i can gain some ground when i'm talking to the individual that i was previously upset with right so you've touched on one of my bullets here it's uh prepare ahead of time and talk about it yeah like talk it out loud talk it you know with someone um the last two things one of the things i noted is decide on your boundaries um i think boundaries are so important i think i was really thinking about this too with kids so i've been around families i've seen it sometimes within my own way back in the day where you guilt them into showing affection or mm-hmm. you know what i mean oh, yeah. Like, yeah yeah and i i just for me, I just remember how much that played a part in what happened in my life. Right. And so I'm just going to say that decide on your boundaries and use your voice to set them with people. Yeah. And I'll add this. If you're angry, um, you always want to take a more docile position. So uh, it's, it's very important for you not to flail your hands. If you're angry, it's very important for you to be seated when you're, if you're angry, mm, yeah. it's, it's always important to remember the volume of your voice if you're angry. And so those things help you control that moment. And so you don't get out of control and find yourself in a very detrimental situation. Excellent tips. Uh, the last thing is just practice saying no. Yeah. It's the best thing you could do. Right. No. No. 
There you go. Now, <laughs> I I am going to play this one back because you've touched on some really good stuff that I'm going to add to my notes. So you know us to take the elevator. And before I go there, the way we're going to elevate and look up for this is allow your kids to speak up for themselves yeah. and use your voice to speak up for them. Your family, your children, your gifts, you've received them. And we have the most ownership and, and high accountability in what happens to them and, and what they learn. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Well, you know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.